get into it a little bit. Huh? Let's get into it. You've been working hard on this. I have. You've been working really hard. I have. My my adrenals, cortisol hormone has been Tested. increased. Great. But I have kept my testosterone up by hitting two-a-day workouts during this period of time. You do. He goes into his second shift of the day for research, so he's got to work out in between again. You get a pump in, bro, before I hit that PowerPoint, that research. Oh my gosh. Sorry, no more bro voice. But let's not do that. There's six main types. And then I want to talk about the dietary approach to potentially fix this. And I don't, I'm not like a huge diet guy, but I want to introduce you to the age diet. A-G-E? The age diet. Okay. Could that be the thing? Are you thing? doing that today? Are yeah. you just teasing us yeah. right now? No, because this actually is directly related to the way that you have gone the route of eating that I've advised you to go down the route of eating. I just had never or heard the actual breakdown of the age diet. Mm. And it's the way we've actually been eating. Now I can put the research behind it and make a nice little acronym for Did us to go off of. Did you create the age diet? Or you, I'm not going to claim the age diet, okay. but I feel like I'm probably the first person to ever talk to you about it. So I will put my stamp of approval on it. How's that? Deal. Maybe we can just scoop it up and claim it. Okay. Who knows? I don't know how that stuff works. The DLG AGE diet. <laughs> DLG AGE. <laughs> Are you guys doing DLGAGE? <laughs> Whole 30. No, do DLGAGE. <laughs> but let's talk about the six, right? Okay. And what they mean. So you're actually going to get a quiz. This is so cool. Day of. Not only did I like go to the research, the guides, but I'm going to help you identify what is the primary one. There's a lot of spillover. Like, I know you're stressed and estrogen might be a problem. I know you, you know, your androgens are down, your weight is up and your thyroid might be messed up. Like, I know there's multiple, but it's going to pinpoint like this is the one that you have the most symptoms with. So if we can attack that one first, you're going to feel a lot better faster. And it will also affect the others typically, right? Yes. Yeah, so this will be the accelerator for you to start seeing relief quicker instead of like, when you go through this, you'd be like, oh my gosh, you know, like, because there's so many conditions that I pulled you guys and you expanded it by the way, on how many different areas that need to be touched on because you're suffering with different things. I don't want you to get lost in other people's symptoms, what you should start with. I wanna help dial it in so that you know, I'm gonna start with this one. This is the most important piece, but I still think it's a good idea to learn about all of them because you never know. Like maybe you got a family member down the road that ends up with a thymus issue. And you're like, oh, I know a guy that I can, I can help you with that. I don't remember what he said besides AGE, but he go watch his video. Yeah. So there's, there's men and women's, you know, side of things. There's, you know, estrogen deficiency doesn't exist over here. You know, like not, not never lacking estrogen, right? Men, that's just not a thing, right? But the women, you have a, all six of them. Men, you typically will have four of them because normally you're also not dealing with high androgens, right? Like too, too much testosterone. Like, I guess it's a thing if you are synthetically taking TRT, which we actually are gonna talk about that is a good idea. And what are the side effects? You might choose to do that. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, here's the, here's the side. And same thing, women. A lot of people ask me about hormone replacement therapy or bioidentical hormones. What's the truth on some of that? I'm just gonna show you the research that I found. Okay. What are the potential risks? And then who should definitely not use those things? I'm gonna lay that out for you. And then you can make your decision, right? Because I get like, I'm not the one suffering with the hormone issue. And you might want to, you know, look ripped. And you might want to, you know, have that testosterone flowing in your brain. You might want to synthetically take something that levels out your hormones. I can't judge you for it. It's usually not the philosophy that we follow. And I think probably, you know, by following us, you're along that path. So I'm gonna show you the natural solutions that do have really solid research behind them. So six, ready? Count them up, nurse living good. Number one, estrogen dominance. 
way too much estrogen, maybe, or progesterone is too low. I really dug into this hard and it's a phenomenon of like a pseudo estrogen dominance. Mm. It's not that estrogen is sky high. That's how a lot of people understand it. It's that progesterone is too low. So the estrogen is dominant over the what, basement what level would progesterone. Make a progesterone low then? Oh, maybe you should just add some vitamin C in there. So estrogen dominant. On the flip side, estrogen deficiency then. Is this two? Correct. Okay. In the middle is progesterone though. So is that to, three? To un two. No, that's still two because progesterone is just secondary. So estrogen is the dominant one. And so I worked with, I don't know if you remember this, this is like 10 years ago. We're at the clinic. I reached out to this hormone clinic and this is where we created the quiz. And I got that, I was able to download the things and then we turned it into the actual quiz. And then this was dialed into like doctors that regularly, regularly study and all they do is take care of hormones, right? Cause I'm not like, I'm not a hormone doctor. I am a health doctor and health involves hormones. And so that's why I'm talking about it. And you need to balance them. And so that's where we created this thing out of. And so this is where these six come from. So they didn't classify progesterone alone as even though it is one of the 23 hormones, that's it's kind of in between because it's your estrogen dominance or deficiency might be influenced by progesterone, right? So it's the thing that you actually can look at. Now, estrogen is low, right? Your hot flashes, your night sweats, your incontinence, it's the menopause side of things. Now, when estrogen is too high, then you're going more like forgetfulness or like really tearful or like you really got the mood swings. So that's kind of the, we're gonna find out what's going on between those two. In your research, in your research, did you find that synthetic hormones in a younger woman's age affected either of these two categories as they age increased? There, is, there is a direct correlation with increased breast cancer risks and some heart-related risks, especially the younger that you take synthetic and mm. even bioidentical. Bioidentical are along the right path as far as they are healthier, but you are still altering. And the long-term risk of that is put into question by the research I'll show you. And then there is a lengthy list of these conditions here really should not put any of those into the system. Mm. And there's androgens. Okay, are we on right? three? Yeah. Lower high, okay, so there's your four. Lower high androgens. Okay. Lower high estrogen, basically. You with me? Mm -hmm. Do you know what an androgen is? You remember? It's been a little bit, been a little bit. Listen, I probably studied that for like maybe a half a semester, <laughs> okay? In my cardiac ICU. Your most common is gonna be babies testosterone. Babies didn't have these hormones. <laughs> yeah. Your most common is gonna be testosterone. DHEA that helps to produce it, or vitamin D that helps produce it. <laughs> and so androstenedione, that's a popular one in the sports world for PED use for athletes, okay? So we all need these. And women, a lot of you struggling with them being way too high. Mm -hmm. This is actually directly Tell related to, means. so those are increased way too much, mostly driven by metabolic syndrome mostly driven by toxicity of the liver and insulin dominance. Mm. How about that? That's a new term. Insulin dominance, way too much of it. And so this drives a lot of those, yes, PCOS mm. symptoms, right? And so the libido is low here, okay, when the androgens are low. When it's high androgens, it's Every metabolic. woman just when I have this one. <laughs> <laughs> just starting there. So the high androgens, this could be infertility issues mm -hmm. because of the excess insulin dominance is what drives it. You can have skin problems, you can have hair problems. Obviously weight gain is gonna be a huge part of that. Cholesterol gets impacted, triglycerides get impacted, body hair gets impacted. And so mm -hmm. this is a big one, androgens are way too high. We're gonna talk about how do we detox those down and what is the actual way of eating to do it. Mm -hmm. Now, when they're too low, 
and all the men are gonna start elbowing the, the women. The libido is down, muscle mass but also goes down. And so that's huge for men, but it's big for women too. And so there's more of like that, the thighs, the arms, the, the belly fat, and everything softens a bit. Mm. And so this is a really big problem, the older that we get, men or women. And then it comes with a lot of pain, a lot of achiness, also skin issues, digestive system gets impacted. So those androgens are down. So we're gonna help you dial in on like, okay, which one am I? Cause you can see you could get lost really quick. My job is help make it simple. <laughs> but also my tough job is I need to cover the masses, right? I have millions of you that follow me. It's a lot of different conditions. Mm -hmm. And so I, it's not a I one, can't help it. One hormone fix all. Everyone told me early on, like doc, just specialize in, in you know, specialize down. And I'm like, no, like mm -hmm. I, my job is people. My job is, Doctor means teacher. I got to teach people about everything. So I've just continued to study everything. I don't wouldn't claim to be like the hormone expert, but I'm going to help you simplify this and make some really tangible action steps. So every one of these is going to have like, okay, here's my top six to 10 things that I would focus on to make the biggest impact on your highest priority hormone to see the fastest results. That's How what cool we love that? about you, doc. You just keep it simple for <laughs> us. There's two others we will touch on. Uh, the other two main ones are adrenal dysfunction, which impacts so many other ones, right? And there could be a lot of you that ended up falling into that category because when your cortisol is overproducing, it's shutting down your estrogen, which is also impacting your thyroid. That could be the one we got to get it under control. I'm trying not to turn this whole thing into a giant stress reduction workshop though, because I've done a lot of that already. There's also, you start to look at parathyroid, which is like little glands within the gland. And then you go south a little bit and you go to the thymus, right? That's right down in here. That's huge for your immune system. I wanna talk about thymus dysfunction. And so we're gonna break down multiple mm. these levels that get really niched down a little bit, but videos I haven't really made before because that might be the thing that's suffering, you're suffering with and how do we get help with, you know? So that's the six, that's I the six, count. right? So in case Barry is listening, it's like, all right, better sex, better biceps, right? And less boredom in your life. Okay. Sign Barry up. Three Bs, Barry. You Sign got it. Up. See, everyone should be there. Even Barry. Sally, you're, you're sexier, right? Mm. You're, you're sassier, maybe mm. less sassy, less sassy. Okay. And then, and then you, um, you size up better. How did I do with my, that was off the top of my head. Did I the S's? One? Yeah. Well, I don't know if size up, maybe si size down, okay. slim down. Okay. Perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. Sensational looking. Oh, got any more S's in there, Doc? Sleep, better sleep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but the, one of the key components of this, and then I thought you would like this because you do so much with cooking. Can they what, see this thing? This, no. Oh, you're, okay. Well, yeah, get ready. It's a nice, it's a nice little yeah. chart for you. Can they see this? I love how you're always just like, you're like them always on this show. What? Like, huh? <laughs> Tell me more. Can you, can we back up a second here? I have another question. <laughs> Oh my goodness. How about, oh, like, how about a whole section of, like, you did some of this stuff of, like, mamas, you have several mm. births and then uterine prolapse, or, like, she didn't, you didn't have this, but I'm like, weak pelvic muscles or distension of the stomach. You're talking or, about this? Yeah. I'm mm. so, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to go very deep into it, but I will give you resources of if you suffer with that, here's exercises and a protocol to be able to help it. So, in your research, yeah. did you find, Another, excuse us, I need a moment with my doc. In your research, did you find anything that shows how long it takes a woman's body to bounce back after pregnancy Ooh. or nursing? When you think about- Because I think I'm finally just bounced back. I think I'm- If you're nursing and or even nurturing, 
and it mm. comes several years after, you're getting hormone letdowns, oh, prolactin man. specifically, that's going to, it's meant to produce milk, but it also is meant to like soften the body. Like that's the, that's Literally what, nurturing as a mother affects. You're gonna your impact that. And then the stress is gonna be real high. Men, if your women are stressed, good luck. Like, <laughs> no, I'm saying like, if your goal is that thing, Barry, right? This is just doctor oh, talk. If we're stressed, there's just- And if you're with the, sorry, I didn't make that clear. From a libido standpoint, it's very challenging. Now women, you know, also I'm gonna challenge you not to use that only as the excuse because I will show you that sex and intimacy increases the deficiency that you have. Research on that. So then Barry's like, yeah, see, we wanna fix your hormones. So we gotta, you know, come on. But if there is a lot of cortisol and there's a lot of stress, and so motherhood comes with so much of that stress, and then you're getting these hormones that are actually meant to keep the child alive by feeding them, let alone nurturing them, that works against that body quite a bit because the body's not worried about, you know, your, your body is not worried about attracting a partner at that point. It's worried about bringing a new human into the world. And so it's a whole different set of hormones that happen. So you want me to continue on that? Well, I have deeper questions, but I think I'll tune in and see. I'll, I'll be on the Q&A for more. I think your hormones are great. <laughs> oh, no, so. I know. I'm just saying it's one of the number one questions I get personally is my age women. They're reaching out to me often behind the scenes asking me like a how long is personal so many questions, factors, you know? whether it's baby or relational or whatever. And and there is this a legitimate like hormones are so powerful that I do know that I my body is still dealing with them after having being pregnant for nine months, having a newborn baby, nursing them for over a year, like your hormones are- For six years straight. For six years straight, yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing. Yeah, it is. It's just, you but know. it's cool to know, like, if you don't do anything about it, of course your hormones can only get worse. Typically in today's world, it doesn't help. Yep. So it's cool to know, like, so we yeah, want to tell us what to do, Doc. We want to reduce the strain on it, right? I mean, men, just the same. Like, you just every day, cortisol, grinding your body down and then putting in the wrong foods, and then you're not working out enough. Like, it's no different. Like, you know, just the process a woman has to go through or does go through, a process a man goes through, like it wears down on the body. Here's one of why I like the age diet. Working against this clock, this biological clock, these hormones, and the what age does over time, the way that you can minimize it through your diet is through the age approach. And this is the consumption of advanced glycation end products. And the main thing of this is we overcook and overheat our foods. And the more that you do that, you're basically aging your food faster, if we play off this, and then when you eat that, that increase causes insulin resistance, causes a ton of problems with androgens in the body. And this is one of the main driving forces of PCOS related symptoms and all that comes with that. Are we talking like literal food or are we talking like even the processing of our packaged foods nowadays? Well, we're processing a lot of things, but even so in the household recently, We'll have eggs regularly. I'm like, dial it down even more. Like low heat, no Slow. burning, slower cooking, very careful of the oils that go in there. A lot of times now, even we're using just like a ghee or even a butter because when you're at that really low heat, you're not messing even with any nut or seed oils. Not that some of them are bad. Avoiding the rancid oils that have, that's a real high AGE process, advanced glycolation end plate, end product, margarine, mayonnaise, 
even a lot of when you're processing nuts and nut oils, that starts to create a problem or charring your food. And this is something we focused on over the last, we did some sensitivity testing and overcooking food, big problem. When you char it on the grill, I remember Grandpa Hogan, he's just like, burn it. You know, my mom's like, make sure it's mooing. You know, like we all like steak differently, but it's, you know, he was like, he didn't, wouldn't eat it if it wasn't burnt. I'm like, man, that is so much. AGE going in the system, it ages your body and it really has a big impact on the hormones. And this is not an overly complicated way of eating. We're going to combat the insulin dominance. We're going to lower the sugars in the body and we're going to focus on what and how we're cooking. That is the AGE diet approach and it could fit any type of eating. And so that's why I'm like, it's a big component of it. So I wanna add one more wrinkle in to Dr. Living Good's standards of my five guidelines for food is to make sure, and I talk about it with oils, don't make a good oil bad by smoking it, but it's all foods that if we can not overheat them or cook them just a little bit slower and make sure those burnt edges are on there, or maybe you're a burnt bacon lover, or maybe you're a burnt burger lover or something like that. It's just not a good idea or burnt toast. like. That is aging your system. And especially if you're dealing with like a PCOS related thing. So just a touch on that. I'm gonna give you the research for that, the research study on it. In a four week period of time, by implementing an AGE diet approach, significantly impacted insulin in overweight women that are suffering with PCOS. It's huge.